I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. Well, well, well. She didn't know I was hitting that button. Ooh. So, ooh, this is a little. We just. It's been a while, folks. Oh, are we live? Yes, co-producer. Oh snap! I didn't even do my little intro. Okay. Like. Well, we're gonna do. Oh, baby, you know when you write it like that when I haven't been <laughs> written in a while. Well, we back like you never forgot. Guys, put some respect put on some our respect names. On her it's talk sex name. with oh, Zach. She is real hot up on that mic. So, anyways, you guys, this has been a real long time. I'm just checking mm-hmm. the thing when it was last time we had done an episode. Mm-hmm. So this was um, it was episode number forty four. And, and there's something about 44, 45. because we love our 44th president. Shout out to Barack Obama. Oh, and let's pay homage to our first black president in the month of Black History Month. Pew, 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 pew. Damn. Hey, hey, OB. Unfortunately, we have to do a 45 to get to 46. So sure. this is episode 45. <laughs> so, well, so this episode is episode 45. When we did episode 46... Or 44, it was March 25th. Mm. Wow. Which was a whole bunch of stuff. So you need to go listen to that. We're going to fast it's forward. It's like a lifetime ago. It bro. seems like a lifetime ago. And there was a bunch of, there's just stuff that has happened. You know, I'm going to move over here, Asa, because I really want to see you. Because I look so fine. She looks so fine. Oh, oh, oh. The mm. hair is popping. My follicles are all moisturized. I've learned so much about moisturizing those follicles since. Ooh. Thanks, honey, for giving me that. <laughs> some black girl magic up in here. So we are doing some talk about conscious uncoupling. Mm-hmm. I think when I had saw you last, mm-hmm. I was moving mm-hmm. from Astoria. Yes. And I moved to... The fancy rich people neighborhood. Well, I can say it now. Mm-hmm. I was living across the street from the Greenwich Village, the Greenwich Theater. The Greenwich Theater, not the Greenwich Village. He was not in the Village People. He was in the theater district. Well, <clears throat> we're going to talk about what the different types of gays there are. Ooh, tell somebody. But he was living in a the theater district. I got to like put my pinky up when I describe <laughs> the opulence. Of his It was abode. overpriced. That apartment was overpriced. Got a good deal on it because of COVID. It was so rich. I felt that I was an invader whenever I came in. It was so rich. I had to put that her on the... That his third doorman always questioned me. Not the first, not the second, which, but which the third one? doorman. <laughs> well, I made sure to put... Well, this is... So, anyways. Oh, we didn't give the intro. The music that you're listening to at the beginning is... DJ, Ben. Oh, DJ. (laughs) We've not done this in a while. We're a little bit rusty. It's DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector up on the 
um, 53 Christopher Street. You better put some respect on DJ Chauncey. And apparently they've gotten like millions of listens off that. I don't think that this podcast did anything about that. It did. It did. We we are we are we're we're international. Like when he looks at our you know our variables. I mean, and the I have not. Have. There's probably. I wonder what hits we'll get on this because we have not posted an episode in almost a year. But you know what? It's just like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Growing fonder. Our our audience will will be they're 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 they they're waiting for us. Sure. We have deprived them, and we are so grateful well, for you guys just waiting and us patiently. Know that we're not going to put out content that is not great and up to our standards. So, this is well. Just- there's a few episodes that I have mm-hmm. that I've never, I've never released. There's one uh, Jan Terry episode, mm. and she like. And then the whole Marilyn Manson thing came up, mm. and I was like, I can't post this. Mm-hmm. I felt like, do I post it? Do I not post it? She's not really connected with him, but she, like, she has her whole like following. So I think mm-hmm. I might post it again. But okay. I just, just need don't to... make us get canceled because you know we on Spotify too, okay. and people be sensitive on okay. Spotify. So, well, she, yeah, she, they're not really anywhere. But mm-hmm. after this podcast, I'm fixing Doctor Scott some. We're, we're gonna be fixing her some steaks. Ooh, you better make my medium rare, baby. Medium rare. That's how so. I like my men. Mm. Just nicely. Uh, medium just, rare. Oh, I gotta turn just you kinda up, honey. Raw. There we go. <laughs> mm. She likes some raw boys. Mm. There like we that go. Chicken. So, anyways, so so much as I'm, and I was like, what's the episode? What's what's our topic today? So our topic is. Um, conscious and coupling mm. because i had Heavy. to do lots of that Mm-mm. you know i i said it in the last episode i was listening to the last episode and it said one of the things i said is your your lease determines in new york your lease determines the length of your relationship wow it was like a prophecy that was prophetic well i think that like you know when we look at how people are, are uncoupling right mm-hmm. so if i look at what is conscious uncoupling okay i have a little bit of a definition uh, well for that. let's read that wikipedia off honey okay so my definition for con- conscious of coupling is the act of ending a marriage or relationship by a way that's viewed in a positive way i think a part of conscious uncoupling is mm-hmm. when both parties have realized that they are bringing unequal portions of themselves into a relationship and that their versions that they are bringing into the relationship is Mm -hmm. worse than the versions of themselves that they would like to be okay and as a result of that it just choosing to separate from that union because that union then becomes a toxic union so conscious and coupling is taking a step back from it's not that i hate this person or wish this person well evil i mean but it's just that together Mm-hmm. We cannot be magic, and that's why we need to separate. No black girl magic up in my No black head. girl magic. And, you know, just for a little bit of pop culture references, there have been a few Bring celebrities. And, uh, well, let's hold on. Let's talk about that. Well, like, why don't we just save? Well, we can do it now. 
Okay. So let's bring it in, honey. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Who do you so got, got for me? I've got a few celebrities who have consciously uncoupled this year. So I'm going to leave mm-hmm. my the one that I'm more than the Why don't you get a little bit closer to that mic, honey? Oh. Put my lips together. Well, yeah. Blow. that's I can see your rhythms now. Is that what you want to see, my mm. rhythms? Okay. That's, that, yes. that's not what he said. <laughs> so there are a few people who have consciously uncoupled. We've had Chanel Iman and Sherlyn Shepard. They were married. A lesbian couple? Nope. Chanel Iman is... I'm so out of it when it comes to pop culture. She is a top model. She was in a long-term relationship with ASAP Rocky, who is now Rihanna's baby future daddy. Oh, hey, ASAP mm-hmm. Rocky. Yes. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> then we have Hoda Cobb and um, Hoda, uh, Joel Shepard. Up on the news? Hoda up in the news. Her and Joel. Hoda, my girl Hoda? Your girl Hoda you know, has consciously uncoupled. Name. I don't yeah. know her last name, but they, when did they break up? Pretty recent. This was like last month. Hoda girl, girlfriend, I didn't know you broke up. You yeah, know, they were engaged. Was, they were, they actually started a family together and all of those things. And they decided. Hoda up on the morning show? Hoda up in the morning show. She had a kid but via surrogacy, I think. Really? Surrogacy or adoption. But yeah. Okay, so Hoda did an uncoupling. She, she did an uncoupling. And Emma Roberts and Garrett, um, Heathlum, I think is how he said his name. Mm-hmm. Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts' niece. They broke up. And then Pam... Was she on a show recently? She's been on a few shows. Okay. And then we have Pamela Anderson. Oh, Pammy. But she's uncoupled from so many people. I had to Google who she's currently <laughs> coupled with. <laughs> well, sometimes... No shade, but shade. <laughs> sometimes, honey... Love just ain't enough. <laughs> Listen, that it's so funny, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give her a little bit of props because mm. I actually just realized there's a new movie coming out for her, so give her a little plug about the sex tape that actually launched the billion sex tapes. Yeah, like the, it launched a career like for K's. other sex tapes to Do come out. Do you think out. Kanye and Kemi have a sex tape? No, what? she had a sex tape. She had a sex tape with a Ray J. I know, but I'm saying, do you think they consciously uncoupled? No, this is a toxic uncoupling. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so her and Kanye, this just taken left. But then the one conscious uncoupling that has been, I've been more than the most, but but only because some women are just thirsty on these internets. Thirst Um, traps or thirsty? They're both. So Lisa Bonet and Jason Mm -hmm. Momoa. Okay. Let's take a pause for a moment. Okay. They have ended their 16 years, one six relationship. And I think it was an 11 year marriage. So sad. Okay. Jason Momoa is Aquaman fame. He is just no clue who that is. You need to look him up. He is so. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna just put a picture of Jason Momoa for Richard to see because. He is. Mm. Is he fine? Is he like a fine wine? He is. Oh, you can. T- I can tell when she. So, side note: while she's doing that. Oh, I know. Do you is heard that? that his real tattoo. That's his real tattoos. Oh, that's Jason really Momoa, honey. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't normally. I'm not into guys with longer hair. 
Oh, I can but take I'm him long, short, and I mean, cut. you know. Do you know what? Honestly, I think you kind of have a Jason Momoa vibe, but short here. Okay. If you had some tattoos and some packs. <laughs> well, down in my gem. Okay, let's talk about my gem now. It's very mm. cruisy. Anyway, so go on. Yeah, so those those are the main ones that have consciously uncoupled. And then, of course, um, we'll talk about the other one later on that you went to. Oh, yes. yes. I don't mm-hmm. think they are consciously in couple, but we are going to talk about that because mm-hmm. it's on Ace's notes. But I'll tell you what. So conscious uncoupling is defined, right, mm-hmm. as couples who decide we are not good together, mm-hmm. but we still want to preserve the relationships. Yeah, that there's we have. usual reasons. There's sometimes like real conscious reasons or just even, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, shit happens. Just, yeah, just they're usually like a kind of real life shit that you guys have to work through, such as mm-hmm. maybe you have to co-parent. Maybe you two are Cat business co-parent. partners. Maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you are business partners. Yes, maybe you're business partners. Maybe you are, um, you know, co-parents. Maybe also it is just for financial reasons. Maybe you are also sharing a really expensive apartment. Sure. Maybe, um, you know, so many reasons, you know, like (laughs) this happens in the church all the time, but maybe you both happen to be ministers. Oh, yes. My final one, too. Somebody in the church. Cora Jakes Coleman and Brandon Coleman, T.D. Jakes daughter and her husband. They've been married for 11 years. They also broke up. Don't make it. People don't make it. And Mm -hmm. that you know what? That's okay, folks. We don't. You don't need to, it's not a, it's not a, you shouldn't stay in relationships that are like prolonged and you're miserable. This whole Mm. idea of being, it used to be people, so there's two ways that people, and I would say I was guilty, right? Mm -hmm. So I was going through my practice, sitting with people that were, you know, they're breaking up, everybody's breaking up people around me are breaking up and i'm like oh my god i am in the boat of going through the breakup mm. and i don't think I, I don't want to go into any of the reasons why we broke up just that we broke up right mm-hmm. this isn't the i'm going to preserve his integrity and it's nobody's real business but we made a decision we looked at each other and i said i don't think that we're good yeah. for each other and can i ask a question he, he about looked that? at me and said i i think you're right and mm-hmm. i remember being so angry because i wanted him to hold, i it. wanted him to fight for it mm-hmm. but when he didn't fight for it i just said okay mm. can i also share something too uh-huh. that was exactly my same response when i was in a situation it was a work situation mm-hmm. where i told someone that I wanted to switch teams. <laughs> like from a lesbian? To no. <laughs> no, I wanted to like leave my if you have a lesbian history. I wanted to leave my current job to go on to a different role. Sure. And when I said that to my supervisor, like I was wanted, I wanted the response to be like, oh my God, no, like you have to stay. Like we need you. You're essential. But when the response was, hmm, I think you're right. I was like, what the fuck? and i i get that feeling because you feel in some ways them acknowledging that you're in a broken toxic relationship 
is for some reason a hit to you. That's well, usually why I there were to- things that were like there were. So there were. I want to make clear there were a lot of ways that my ex partner mm-hmm. and I were good for each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I would say, like he was the person that was really good at like taking care of. He was a great host. He was a great host. He was very caring, thoughtful. He was a Karen. Karen. He was caring. Yes. <laughs> He was very like, and he was very caring mm-hmm. in the sense of like, and he still does this mm-hmm. when we moved. I moved out, and I like brought the cats over, and he. I was like, I need this stuff. Mm-hmm. He like it was at my apartment before I moved in. Mm-hmm. Like he, like he still mm-hmm. is a good person. Like I mean, there's parts. The reason that we broke up. There were things that I had kind of overlooked, and mm-hmm. I thought I just thought, okay, I can deal with this. And then I came to the realization that yeah. it wasn't. But but can I also just say that that's that's classic for relationships, right? There are lots of reasons well, it's why. Well, like, what people... will you tolerate? What won't you tolerate? Yep. Right? And I think it's and again, people can go to the depths of what that means. It's really nobody's business. But mm-hmm. I come to a realization. But I think the point is, is like I was actually relieved when he said. You know, I'm. I think I'm done. Mm. And I said, I I think I'm done. And he was like, Are you in love with me anymore? And he said, No. And I said, I'm not in love with you either. Wow. <laughs> and it was like very hard. But I went through all the stages of grief, mm-hmm. right? But we were in that lease for another six months, <laughs> and that was rough. And I would come home, and I or I, he would come home, and I would be like having just all this heaviness from mm-hmm. dealing with my practice and you know and then I would I would rip him a new asshole mm. like I would just so angry and I think it was like the anger was stemming from you're not fighting for this mm. but and and I and that's you know there's a very thin line mm-hmm. in certain relationships where it is hey I can give a little bit more effort to make this relationship work and then our trials become like fruit for our testimony and then there's certain times when it's like no this is not a healthy relationship for both of us and we need to end this to preserve both of our dignity mm-hmm. and both of our peace of mind so that we can go out and be fruitful solid well i just happy also think outside. i'm not a monogamous person so that's oh. That was no, like no, a no. big. Okay, so mm, 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 what? Mm. We ain't going to go there today. I'm just saying, there. like I, I'm just like gonna say I'm not a monogamous person. Can, can I have permission? No. Okay, I'm gonna keep my thoughts. Just to keep your thoughts out. to yourself. <laughs> no, I think it's there was a lot of things. There was the things that we were like compatible in all these like really great ways, and then there were some ways that we weren't. And I don't, I don't escape your mind to the sexual pieces. That is like not the piece here. We just were not aligned in every area and i think Mm -hmm. for me if i'm going to get married to somebody if i'm going to like share my finances with somebody if i'm going to do all these things i need to be spiritually emotionally i need to we need to be aligned and we just weren't but that doesn't mean that that person is a bad person it just means that we should have waited not to live together we were in a long distance situation for years 
What is this, this is just Asa just biting her tongue and all of this stuff that's being I'm just going to ask you. Like, <laughs> we'll take it off the air. Okay. If you need to say it, is it going to say... I just want to be very careful to preserve his character. I, I, I am. I, it's got nothing to do with him. This is about just okay. me calling you on your BS right Wh- now. Why? This is this is really about. <laughs> what? Who? I'm like a... a this is therapist r- Asa coming out and oh, best God. friend Asa about to rip you a new one because okay, this is so why we it. have rip the black girl air. best friend because she's about she to give you... That's why she takes me to church and we, it tells me, you're singing too loud. <laughs> No, because I. Uh huh. Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give a little story time now. We're at the 20 minute mark, so yes, if you, I'm gonna give. If I'm gonna you give go a, up into the 40 minute mark with your story. I'm gonna have to cut you off. I know. I'm gonna give a little story time. So, ladies, I'm speaking purely for ladies here. Yeah. Do you know how you have an event to go to, mm-hmm. and you're like, I can't fit into this dress. So I am going to, you buy the dress anyway, and you're going to be like, let me figure out how I'm going to fit into this dress. Mm-hmm. But you're not committed to do the work, to lose the weight, to do the exercise, to avoid eating the chocolate. We call this to passive avoid eating the carb, storytelling. All of that shit in order to fit into the dress. Mm-hmm. And so then you start lying to yourself. Hmm, the dress doesn't look good on me anyway. So maybe I'll go buy a different dress or maybe I'll find a different size so that I can just like fit my fat ass into that dress without doing any work to feel good. And then you wear the fat dress. You don't feel good at the event and you start getting upset about yourself because you feel like shit. And then, you know, you didn't actually do the work to actually make yourself feel better that you have just now sat in your own shit. That was just what he just did. <laughs> what? I mean, Richard I'm... is a very monogamous person. Sure, he enjoys being in a relationship. He enjoys being I that person I love, for someone. I love being. And when yeah. his heart is broken, he goes into the dick mode. He becomes <laughs> dick. He's no longer Richard. He's Doctor oh Dick oh outside. My showing the oats and just trying to numb the pain of what it is that he has felt. Well, sometimes you're, I mean, I would say like, no, but I think it's like, it's also doing things that, I mean, would I say that I, I mean, I was being a little bit of a hoe there for a couple Hmm. months. I'm not being a hoe as much anymore, but I mean, it's just so hard to navigate, which we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. online dating and how that whole thing works out. But the thing is, my notes. But the thing is, is that we had to kind of figure out, and it was actually really good that we had about six months on our lease because we had to figure out how to manage what we wanted our relationship to look like. And do I want to talk to him every day? I'm not going to talk to him every day. Mm. Do we talk a lot? Yeah. Um. He was the person when, you know, the the per, the people that didn't, the we had that huge snowstorm. Mm-hmm. He was the person I said, I need you to come home from work. I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. I've got to move all the stuff. There's stuff still out of boxes. And he did not even flinch. He, like, came home, helped me do everything, came home, set up my new place. Mm-hmm. So that you can some, come into your new Some bus. people weren't there. Some people were like, and some people were waiting until the next day when the snowstorm was coming. Anyways, but it was like, it worked the out. shade. No, it's not the shade. But anyways, um, 
But I still haven't gotten my picture, my framed picture of you and I. I know we need to get. I one. know you need to put one in a little fr- like a little like a little one okay, so I can I'll put do. it. Yeah. But anyways, he's the type of person that I know that will be in my life. Right, his mom sent me a birthday present hmm. this past year, so I think like what is healthy, what is unhealthy. Um, I think like it's healthy right now because I think you know I think it's though when he starts asking about who you dating, are you going out on a date, are you blah blah mm-hmm. blah, or the other day when he wanted to borrow my my luggage, mm-hmm. right, and I said. I didn't even respond to it because I'm like, this is late at night. You should have asked me like a day before. Mm. So it's really like creating boundaries, but that was what I'm going to say. Healthy boundaries is what kind of makes that navigating that post breakup world the best, because you need to understand just where, what, if your post breakup world looks just like your relationship world, it's going to be messy. And well, here's he some, and here's some things. <laughs> and I'm not speaking about anyone in particular. I can see his apartment from down the street. Okay. And God bless him. We, uh, I Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> went with him to this apartment. And I, I, I went up to this. It was on the Upper East Side or Upper West Side. Because I already got settled in. But I was worried about him finding an apartment. Mm-hmm. So I went and we like looked. I'm pouring glass wine number two. Okay, I'm having one glass of wine. But anyway, so she okay. So so we go up into this place and they're like, I literally am like, where is the chalk outline? Oh shit! And I get so upset, I start crying. Once we get out of that apartment, because I felt like. It's not my responsibility to help him find an apartment, but like I was like, this person that I care about is going to go live in an apartment like this. But he was like, he is the type of guy that will wait until the last moment, mm. right? So he will he will not settle for anything. He is not one hundred percent. He found a place, mm-hmm. and so we'll you know we are still we have the cats. So he's in Chicago right now. So like, you know, um, he'll, I'm going to help him move, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to help him unpack. I'm going to help him show up into his life that way. Do I think we're going to be spending the holidays together? Are you guys going to be like brunch friends, like every other Saturday? Yeah, I think that we will like get brunch and like I may have dinner here Mm -hmm. and you know, I started my blue apron. So let's... I want to get Let's away. talk about what the post breakup okay. life has been. Uh, the, well, the, so anyways, him and I are good friends, mm-hmm. and I think we'll stay so good one, friends. One part of post breakup life tip number one is set healthy boundaries. Set healthy boundaries. Redefine what your new relationship will well, look I like. Well, I was. I want to say like this is also so. I was really kind of angry with him, and I was like, "Don't talk to my friends," which was mm. the long, wrong wrong response because I. I was very angry and I was like, and it, but I want to say like, we don't have to do that. You don't mm-hmm. have to do that. That's actually not very fair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, conscious uncoupling is this idea where you can still maintain the person in your life. Mm-hmm. I think there was a thing that I was able to like set and we were sitting together. And I remember it was like right before we had left. And I said, like, I, I forgive you. Because I do not want to carry any of the stuff 
from our old life into our current life. Mm-hmm. So I wish him all the best as he moves on. So let's talk about what single life is like. Okay. So um, post relationship. Oh my God. It is the, this pool <laughs> of people, folks, it is the pits. And like all my patients are like going through a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so they're all like, well, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's funny because I'm on the journey with them. It's so interesting because I think so. I'm going to give you guys and some. it's funny because rich- sometimes it will slip out. They'll be like, you know, I went on this date. And I was like, I know I went on this date too. Like, it's like, you know, we've all had those. Like, so one thing I want to say. Can I tell is, you the worst date I've been on? Wait, wait. So can I give them We're one of the tips first? Yeah. yeah. So Richard has this thing where he goes to basically the same restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> cut it off. I can't share that. You're going to cut that? Yeah, no, <laughs> we're not talking about that. Well, I'm going to tip share it as a tip of familiarity. Like, you want to go to a place that you're familiar with. That you're the waiter always looks at me when I walk in. Who's this, who's this person that you're with? And so maybe you can have your friends around or your waiter give you a signal. Up, yes, no, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so single life is Mm -hmm. like once you go from being in a relationship of like five years, Mm -hmm. which isn't a long time, but it's a long time. It is. And it has definitely changed. Mm -hmm. The game has changed. The the landscape has totally Uh changed. Yeah. The dates that I go on Mm -hmm. are where I meet people out in the real world. Mm -hmm. So like last night I went to a concert and then I like came... I like went went out right, and I was like, so "They date was the date at the concert." No, no, or? no, no, no. It wasn't a date at a concert. So you went to the concert, and then you met the person after today. I like to talk to somebody, right? Like I, I think it's like, like I'm ta- Like I would say that I'm dating, right? So mm-hmm. I have some people that I see regularly, but I don't know that those are going to turn into long term like, dates. Yeah, long term dates. I don't think it's like, and I'm also like. I have so very I am, specific I'm things. I'm a big fan of multi-dating. And here's why. I think it's important for people sure. to multi-date. Because especially when you're coming out of a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Because number one, your preferences have changed. You have hopefully grown from the time that you first were dated to who you are presently. And you want to make sure that you're able to assert mm-hmm. yourself and advocate for yourself in spaces of like, what is it that I actually want? Who am I and what am I bringing to this relationship? And it should be like a job interview. Like you're it interviewing. It should be a job interview. Well, can I tell you what I do with people? You check people? references? Well, you. <laughs> let's wait until we get to my friend Mo, who's going to be here in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have Valentine's Day. So I'll tell you about somebody that I kind of, I was talking to, but they're just not like into me. Mm. And we won't go in there, mm-hmm. right? But... I just, I get the hint Mm -hmm. that they're just not there. Like, they don't, they're not, like, they're, they're, like, they're not ready to date. Mm -hmm. And I said that to them, and they got kind of ticked off. I said, but I don't think that you're ready to date. I just don't think that you're the person that is ready to be in a relationship. I don't think I'm looking for a serious relationship, but I want to be able to date somebody. I want to be able to go out on a thing. It's also really hard. I'm turned 41. Mm. I'm now a daddy. 
Well, so your let's daddy, talk if about, you're looking let's talk for somebody about the differences. who is in their 30s, so, so you should be looking for, if you're 41... I'm not trying to date anybody that's not 35. But but will you date someone who is 47, 50? 47, 50, yeah. Okay. Because they're, I, like, established, they're... So, I see you with those, but those are not the ones you're swiping left to. Let me call you out on your BS right now. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> well, okay, so... There's two types of camps. So there's the hinge tender camp, Mm -hmm. which are the people that are looking for dates. But it's funny because you see them on Grindr. The same people. I'm like, hey, I just spotted you. And their whole conversation is like different. Yes. Because you change, you code switch for different apps. Like... When I go on Talkify, like, I am presenting myself as a very established... You're on ta- Talkify? Can we talk about that experience? Because that's like a matchmaking service. It is. And I thought about joining that, but you have to pay for the date, right? <coughs> or do women not pay for the dates? Well, you, women pay to get matched with eligible men, but then there's still, like, the traditional How gender roles. How much is it? So like, it's, like, 5Gs. I'm not doing that. Like, and and we can talk. We can talk about that. But I just so when I'm working with my patients, mm-hmm. I do this exercise. It's very specific. I said there's three things that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure these the person do they are they are they fuckable, right? Do you mm-hmm. want to fuck them, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest. You sexual want attraction s- is important. Sexual chemistry. Um. What is the other one? Oh, are you attracted to them? Mm-hmm. And do they not have a shitty personality? Those three things. Mm. We put those as the... And then I said, what's your list of things? So I want you to come up with a list of 10 things. Mm-hmm. Right? So it will be... But I don't want you to share that list with any of them. Mm. So I have 10 things. It's just things. like you're keeping like a running finger about... yeah. Yeah, and the person should meet the majority of those things. If you're going to be in a serious relationship, I said, let's put them in the camps, right? So people that you're on grinder scruff with, mm-hmm. those are more of the people that you want to have sex with. Okay. The people that you... What are you... Are you on Twitter? No, I was just listening to you. Okay, well, then there's the people that you, like, could have some sort of... Thank you. I had to shut. We were in church after she was telling me how loud I was singing. She's like on her phone. I don't think Jesus appreciated that one. Oh my God. Well, anyhow. So there's the people that you want to date, right? There's the people that you want to have fun with. Mm -hmm. Then there's the people that you want to date. And have fun with. And have fun with. And then there's the people that you want to get serious with. Mm. I've not met any of those people. But Mm. I will tell you, the people that I'm going on recurring dates with Mm -hmm. are people that I've met in public. So I think my philosophy is a little bit different with Richard because I'm more about quality, not quantity. While I do support a whole multi-dating kind of realm. Oh, now I, we're backtracking. I think there is a space where mm-hmm. you you go through the funnel effect. So you have a huge pool and then you start like, it's like squid games. You start whittling down 
I've not finished the Squid Games. I like was savoring it, and oh, I didn't. it's so good. We need to watch it together. Can I? Can we talk about having all the channels yes. single life? So, anyway, so go. We're, what, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch an episode of Squid Game tonight okay. after the show. Okay. But yeah, but you're. But but let's just finish off this topic about dating, right? Like you go through that funnel effect. You do the mass quantity, but then there's a space that you start whittling down. I think what happens is that the attraction with variety okay. causes causes you to feel that little ex- like you get excited after you're meeting a new person. Okay, and that's normal. But there is a space that you realize that there is a level of excitement that comes with being in a relationship. That's that Sunday morning excitement. Sunday a morning Sunday excitement. Sunday morning kind of love, yeah. honey. Make me some eggs. And that Sunday morning excitement is that comfortability. Is, you know, there's a song that I love, which is like, and there's a line for the rap that goes, I want to fall in love with my bonnet and house slippers. Like, I want you to see I think me. that was also like, I think, and I will say this, mm-hmm. I am a guy. Mm-hmm. You th- love me and my bonnet and my house slippers. I love a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm okay. I'm, I'll just tell you, I'm the type of person that wants to boo up. Yeah. That's why I said you are a serial monogamer. So I don't know why you're trying to go out in these well, streets, so I, uh, trying to perpetuate the well, fact and perpetrate the fact like you are a hoe and you ain't I'm a just hoe. saying like, I don't want to wait two days to get a text message from you. And then it feels like I'm your fuck buddy. Like if I'm your fuck buddy, let's just be fuck buddies. I'm just saying that's, uh, that's real. Just say it. Don't act like it's something that it's more than. But they also... I think sometimes there's some people who might just be slow and meticulous. And I don't want you to eliminate those folks just because they're a little bit slower. To sure, but in. you know what? The problem is, is that when you settle for things early in your relationship, it creates mm-hmm. a culture and then you become resentful. So if I tell you mm-hmm. that I don't want... But the want- thing is that some people are playing by these rules still. Like you, this is where open conversation and open open like dialogue well, happens can, in the beginning. So I want to, like, if I have told you mm-hmm. that I, I like to be texted in the morning and mm-hmm. I want a good morning and I want you to, like, or things that I like, mm-hmm. and then you're, like, actively not doing that. Oh, I'm sending you a message. That's, that's the message that I'm sending you that I'm not interested sure. in you. And so then when you say to somebody, I don't think that you're ready to start dating. I don't think you're ready to be in a dating relationship. And then they tell you that that's not your your business, right? Then, hey, so you're not getting the tickets to Sean Calvin, right, <laughs> for, for Valentine's Day. I mean, you know what? I will say this, and then we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. I think it's really important. I I want people to get out of these online experiences. And go to in-person? I love an in-person experience. Mm -hmm. The majority of people, and I'm saying that I feel like the majority of dates have been, now somebody's trying to set me up, Mm -hmm. right? My barber. He's like the straightest guy. He works in Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) He's like, sent me a message the other day. He's like, this guy is... uh, you know, he's like from Staten Island. I don't know. Where. I'm going to have him on the... But he's very straight. Works in Can Hell's Kitchen. Can I interview your barber? Because maybe he could help me find someone. Well, he's... Yeah, he's kind of a... Like, he's just like... You know, whatever. He's an ally. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, I think it's like important to be able to... 
to be to be able to be present with what is going on with mm-hmm. you know to understand what it is that your needs are and if somebody isn't meeting that need early in a relationship i'm not here to coach you you know, I do a lot of coaching and mm-hmm. like every day when I'm sitting with people, I don't want to have to do that in my personal life. So, damn, burn. <laughs> so my I, I don't think you should have to, but I also would just think I want to just caution you is that relationships mm-hmm. are two-way street. And it's very important that when you are going through the dating process for you to also make a conscious decision oh. about like, hey, what is it that I'm learning? What is it that I'm bringing to the table? Oh, what is it definitely. that I am I'm actually contributing to this relationship? And not to do so in this like narcissistic or even um, sort of codependent um, enabling sort of way. Mm-hmm. Like I, as a woman, I hate when men ask that question. About they like, ask what? What do you bring to the table? Which is a most horrific question to ask. Because when okay. they ask that question, it's basically saying to a woman, let me commodify and dumb down who you are into two or three specific song bites that I can just use as a measuring post to mm-hmm. determine what your value is to my life. Okay, well, don't, don't let anybody determine your value, honey. Mm-hmm. Like, We're not I'm, in a catalog. Exactly. That's a good one. I know. We are not Damn, in a catalog. Not in a ca- Come oh. on, somebody. Oh. But, oh. but, but I hear from you. But, but the thing that I pray that happens to you, Richard, is that you're able to be in a space that you can find and be able to articulate your needs so eloquently to someone who is also able to receive them in your same Well, and I think that language. these bugaboos out there that mm-hmm. are like not like they're the so. I'm going on my journey, mm-hmm. and if I meet somebody and I like them, mm-hmm. and they're not, they're, I'm not getting what I need in my in that relationship. I'm. Are you up on your phone again? No, no, no. This is just me. Oh, just touching. Do you it. need to check the time? It's seven twenty-three. Thank you. Just you know, so that's the point. But let's talk about single life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so some perks of go- single life. Okay, so the thing is, is when you're forty. You're now 41. a daddy. 41. You're daddy. <laughs> somebody said to me, I don't know that I would date somebody that's 40. And I was like, I don't know that I would date somebody who was 30. Like, you know, I, I, it's just, it is, it is a whole new. So Blue Apron is your best friend. Mm-hmm. I ordered some of those. So, you know, Dr. Scott, you'll be coming over for a. I'm ready. I'll be, I'll be his, well, he gets the. Dinner for two, so I get the dinner for two because I so want to make sure. If best I'm friend be... perks is that I'm the plus, the plus one. So if you date me, you're going to be getting some blue apron, honey. <laughs> um, my apartment's cute. Does it look so? Let's just give a fill. So first part is of so first part of just kind of fun parts about um about Richard's new single life. Number one, he has a fabulous apartment. It is cute. And I've arrived. To quote my really good friend, mm-hmm. um, the newly married Amy Serkin, congratulations. Oh, and I did their wedding. Yes. Amy came into the apartment and she goes, this is sexy. Like, this feels like sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a beautiful apartment, but it does have a little bit of like... What's it, guy? Let's get it done. So I live in a studio. It's like an, uh, an Al Green, let's get it on vibe. Well, we can play some of that music I have. So it's like, it's not anything more that goes in here. It's going to feel heavy. Yeah. 
it's it's not minimalist, but I think it has enough of heart and home to make you feel comfortable when you're in here. Well, I work from home. Mm-hmm. So when I had, so I was like, if I'm going to move somewhere, I want to be happy. Yes. And the place where I was living, it was way too much. They had raised the rent, so I couldn't stay there. Plus the place where I am now, I just love it a lot more. Mm-hmm. There's bound to be a man in this <laughs> I mean, it's a huge-ass building. But so I have a was, wonderful yeah. view of a place. It's so funny because it's... He can see the Empire State Building from his... Yeah, well, yeah. And I'm two hours, two avenues over, like, um, you know, X amount of blocks up. So mm-hmm. I can actually see the building that is on 50th from... It's kind of... It's in the same hood. Mm-hmm. But it's a little far back. But this blue thing right here... Right on this, mm-hmm. th- that used to be what I faced that way, and I saw ah, it. in but your old apartment. Yeah, yeah. so I still love the fact that you get a beautiful New York City skyline, and I love seeing you. Like he's on the twenty-something uh, floor. Let's not be a, a disclosing. I, I just say like you're in a high. I can, I can be on arts. twenty or twenty-nine 20, exactly, and just being able to see that, I think I love. I know like the. The young little boy in Kokomo, Indiana, before young he moved, boy. Um, this this is the life that he wanted, and I'm so happy I you're sure you're did. even like living that dream, and that is like an example I have my for plants. Yeah, and that's Al, an example Al right there. Mm-hmm. Damn, you know what? Well, they didn't eat that much of it, but yeah, they got hooked on friskies. But that is something that I think that's the best part about single life. I think especially when you're going through it. After a certain age, after you've been established in your career and you have the resources and the finances to invest in yourself, you can make those choices of like, hey, I am ready to invest in the things that I want versus the things that I don't want. You know, like last year, I went to Bali. I traveled. I've done all of those things. And I'm like, this is this is the life that I like. We're having to consult with a partner to make those choices. I went and saw... Casey Musgraves? Musgraves, not Miscavige. <laughs> Keep on calling her Casey Miscavige. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shout out to Casey Musgraves. I mean, so tell us a little okay, bit about her so show. I didn't buy the tickets for her originally, mm-hmm. but she was the one that was headlining it. Okay, you bought it for the opening act for King Princess. Okay, and. Luma, I think the name of the band is. They're like God. They have some God like songs. Okay. Um. King Princess played for like forty five. So came minutes. for King Princess and stayed for Casey Musgraves. I did. It was oh. good. I mean, you guys. This girl. So she's a country singer. She won a. She won a Grammy. She's won a Grammy. She's won a couple of CMT Music Awards. Um, oh, she's yeah. been she's been living. She's been doing the damn thing. She was good. She cusses a lot. I was surprised. She's a country girl. That's what they do. I mean, she is like from the Bronx country. Okay, <laughs> but she was like the light. Everything was like so planned out. The entire oh, show amazing. was like, but it was so. You know what was so nice about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it was a country is, music show that wasn't country. It 
she's country, but she's like. But I mean, like the production the wasn't country, is what it was. What yeah, it was and you know, like, like people use country in such a derogatory way, like, "Oh, he's so country." But you're saying like she was a high end. She was a Michelin star country performer. I mean, I could not have gone on a Michelin star experience. New Year's Day, honey, me, mm. you, up at the Michelin star. There we go. Three stars. Three stars. I guess that's the highest you get. It's not five star. <laughs> but I went to see Sylvanesso by myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't take anybody. Oh. I got a ticket for Mary J. Blige. I took you. You did take me. But she didn't really sing. She did sing. She was like singing. She was like doing a lot of walking. Real love. I'm searching for oh, the real love. Someone to call my own. Oh, real love. It was she, good. She did. She did her thing. She was acrobatic with it. Do you know she is over fifty or something years? And she yeah. was in heels. In a short short. You know, I was, she was I was actually into it. I saw her when she was at the Little Fair t- fifteen years ago. Mm. I was actually not as impressed. Than you were this time? I was not as impressed with the show. Oh, you liked her better at Little Fair? I liked her better at Little Fair. Well, she was fifteen years younger. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, ages. But she was good. No, she was good she was good. So that's, that's why you're a daddy now. <laughs> I am a daddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um I went and saw a Casey Musgraves went through a divorce. Ooh. And she, like, was... So that's why she... There's a song line that she has called Rainbow. There's <sighs> always a rainbow hanging over you. There's always And rainbows rainbow. are symbolic to the element that shows up to after the a storm. Well, she... Okay. Well, I mean, it was that... Yeah, but I think she said there was this thing about being a good wife and... And, you know, that's mm-hmm. what happens. You try to be a good wife and, you know, you feel... Here's the thing about when you're in a relationship. When you're in a relationship and you're, like, trying to keep the relationship together. Mm-hmm. And then you think to yourself, does this person even like me? Mm-hmm. I went through that. I was like, does this person wow. even like me? That was one of the big things. And so when it was, it made sense, like... When he said he wasn't in love with me anymore, you know what that said? I don't even like you anymore. I don't I don't want to share a life with you. I want to share a life with you, but I don't want to share a life with you in this way. Mm. So I always walked around in this thing, like, does my partner love me? So I'm not going to say what um, is on my list, but that's one of the things. To, like, mm. if I have that feeling, I just wrote that down, because that's so... Write it down on your, can- on your yeah. notes, honey. You know... I <laughs> what, what? Ooh. Mm. So it was interesting cuz I've been kind of questioning this about a guy who you're dating somebody who called Scott, me what's... Who, who called me out the other day and basically said to me you're, that who is this guy? It's not that that serious. You're but... you were dating somebody? So this is some bullshit. <laughs> like you were dating like why why do I not get like is it just the midnight booty call? Like what what are private. I keep my shits on their lock. Well, no, you're until not. I'm ready to let it out to the world, because we are multi-dating up in this piece. Okay. okay, can we talk about like Adele's new album real quick? Oh yeah. Um, when she cries on the album, oh, I love it. I'm like okay. somebody else is going through it. There's this. Song. So here's my thing. I've. Can I be honest about the Adele album? Can I be honest? Yeah. Like you're not going to hate me. 
So I love Misa Adele. I'm a, such an Adele stan. Like I was a person that when she won album of the year over Beyonce, over me. Beyonce, I was mm. kind of like saying, you know what? She deserved it because her last album was everything. This album, when I heard it, Again, this is where like absence make the heart grow fonder. Because it was such a long time since we heard anything from her, I was like all of my Adele stands, like basically waiting with bated breath. Let me see how great this is. Let me see how great this is going to be. And then I heard the album. Mm. And I must say, I was a little bit disappointed. You were? Pause the music. Oh, hold on. I was a little bit disappointed because here's why. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna tell you this song. It, the song to I me, the, the, the entire album out. felt to me like a therapy session. It was that was built on enabling toxic behavior. You know what? You're just not gonna get invited to when I. No, I think this is Can I just everybody's say, when, even even the, the even the main COVID experience. Even the main song Easy Always on Me. That's about her kids. All right. Can we turn that off for a oh, minute? Oh, hold on just a second. It's a bad time. Oh, honey. That I face myself. Mm, we don't have the rights to this music. All I do is bleed. All I do is bleed. Mhm. And to someone else. This is my song. This is yes. She is. She is talking about bleeding into someone else, which is toxic behavior. No, I think it's is that about like the go to fucking yes, go to fucking therapy, just heal yourself. Just, don't just write a song and not do the work about it. Like she's an admitted alcoholic who doesn't go into <laughs> treatment. Are we having some transference here? Okay. No, it's not just transference. We're going to play that when I'm making you your sticks, honey. I think it's just one of those things where like you, you hear music and you're like, oh, this song feels really good. Then you listen to the lyrics and then you hear the backstory and then you're like, the fuck? Like, especially that song where she goes easy on me. This is a song you write into your son to explain your divorce. And all it is, is like an apologetic bullshit. Okay. But can I say something? Mm -hmm. So... When this is how I knew that the relationship had ended. Okay, go ahead. So when I was sitting there and we were sitting in a couples therapy session and and I don't want to go into the detail, mm-hmm. but I realized that I was being manipulated and our couples therapist was being manipulated and mm-hmm. I said, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I cut it off mm-hmm. and I just, I emailed her later because I was like going through like, yeah. And I said, I, I just want to let you know, this is why. And this is and this is part of the grown woman shit that it's, I'm on right now. Because it's like, I don't have time and I don't have You don't patience. have time for Adele? I don't have time Honey, or patience to like deal with enabling bullshit. You know why? Well, you are my Valentine. <sighs> Thank you. I mean, I'm just saying. So we got a little bit more time left. Okay. So I just want to say, living... Can, can we talk about some dating apps that we want to recommend? Oh, okay. So I'm just going to say, mm-hmm. I love... I actually love being single. Mm-hmm. But I do fetishize... That, that's for Al and Bob. Okay. Because when they come over here... When did, do you when see did that the, come? When did that come? I know you just... The little that. asshole was ripping up my couch. So I had to get something for it. And then now there's a little scratchy post. Mm-hmm. 
Bob is here until next week, until his dad comes home, and then I think I'm going to send him, and then they're going to come back. He's going to come back, but look at Baby Al. Such a good nugget. He has this little bed down there, his bed mm-hmm. down there. You guys, he's getting old. He, I had to put this thing over here because he couldn't. He doesn't have the feet to jump. He needs. A, he needs a little springboard. He needs a little springboard <laughs> to get up on the, and he just can't do it. So what? What? Um, so Casey Musgraves. Oh, honey, girl, go see the show if she's up in your hood. Mm-hmm. That was a great show, King Princess. I was blown away by. It. Casey Musgraves, there was all these little gays up in there, like cowboy. It was like cowboy hats with lights on. But I'll tell you what. So Casey did this thing, and then I'll shut up about it. Mm-hmm. So there was. I'm I'm a super fan now. Oh, so good. she. Are, are you up on your phone again? No, no. I'm just. I'm, I want to just Google Queen. her. I want to just see a picture of her. That's all I'm looking at. Right so now. she had these things that they were handing out. They were like bracelets, mm-hmm. and you did this, and it was in tune with the show so everybody it would be like a light show so all these things you would see like yellow orange like whatever the thing was with the light show mm-hmm. it was interesting so that's what it is awesome all right so i have some tips okay, for tips. things to do when you are newly single okay so number one go to concerts by yourself take keep yourself busy i'm going to see billy eyelash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so keep yourself busy by myself <laughs> Amy wants to go with you, by the way. She wants to go to Billy Eilish? Yeah, we'll tell her to get her have. GM ticket, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so take up a sport, keep yourself busy, try yoga or Tai Chi. Okay, can we go through these, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing? What's sure. the number one? Keep yourself busy. Keep yourself busy. I've been doing new things. I go to concerts by myself. Mm-hmm. I have a show. I have friends coming in. Moe's coming in. Maybe learn. And, yes, keep yourself busy. Have friends. Reconnect with your friends. And I want to say this. That's what I will say. We always stayed connected. Mm -hmm. I never like. But the thing is, like, I won't ever publicly thank me for my support. Thank you. Um, I will never sit in a situation again where I want to go do something and then my partner doesn't want to do it. I'll never sit in that. Like, go. Oh my god, I can't go. I'm just gonna be like, oh my god, I want to go. Do you not want to go? Okay, do you? Yeah, I think sometimes there are healthy boundaries in relationships where people can choose to not do the same things. Like, you're not the same person. I just need to, I tend to get very booed up. You do. I think you get very booed up, and then you start making judgments of people, so you need to stop doing that. Judgments? Yes. Like, you should be comfortable. Like, if your partner does not want to do something that you want to do, for you to assert yourself and be like, okay, honey, it's okay that you don't enjoy this thing that I want to do. Sure. And I'm going to still do it, but I'm not going to hold it against you that I'm choosing to do it without you or that you're not interested in it. Yes. I think you that's a growth area for you. I think that is my growth area. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm going to sit with my therapist. Mm. Mm. Okay, so what, what are some other things to do when you're single? Okay, so first, get a meal plan. Oh, get that blue apron, honey. I'm spent $90. <laughs> blue apron is not sponsoring this podcast. No, but I but... did, um, uh, even though my box is late, I'm going <laughs> to post them on there. I got I got four mils mm-hmm. for two, right? So I'm excited. What else? I'm just trying to see what other meal plans they have out here. So, And then we got to do this uh, thing about the dating apps. Ooh. Yeah, so top 10 meal plans for mm-hmm. single people. 
Hello Fresh is another good one. Home Chef, Blue Apron. Factor is really good for people who have keto issues or also gluten issues as well. Green Chef, Every Plate, and Freshly. Those are the ones I would recommend. I have not... I'm I'm doing Blue Apron, but I might go to Freshly. Um, no, Freshly's kind of you wouldn't like Freshly. I would say go to HelloFresh. Okay. HelloFresh should be the next one I would do. HelloFresh or Home Chef. I think Home Chef requires you to have a little bit of cooking experience, but HelloFresh is better. What one one? HelloFresh is better. Home Chef. You might need to like No, I'm good. Understand. I you think you're good. I can bake a pie. I'm oh. better than Amy Serkin. Ooh, no, ooh. The shade. Just kidding. She, the other, the other she thing, made a really good brunch when we were at Christmas she, brunch. She did. She did. She did. Her sister held it down for Christmas. Her sister, damn, Remy Serkin. Oh. Honey. Do we have permission to say her sister's well, name? Well, her sister, if you need to get, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so thank you. I'll give her a shout out on this. Her husband made those berries and cream, and you know what you're getting tonight for dinner, honey. Ooh, for some dessert, some berries and cream. So some other things would be reconnect with your friends, making sure that you have a grounded, mm-hmm. um, spiritual foundation. We did that. Check, check, and go to therapy. I, you know why I am super therapy yes. as a therapist, but I will say this: like, I do therapy. Mm-hmm. And I am happy that I do therapy, and yeah. I, everybody should do therapy. I think going to therapy is important for you to learn your own identity and for you to be able to articulate yeah. the things that you need, mm-hmm. either in or out of a relationship, so that you can start learning what you need to, to for you to show up mm-hmm. as your best self for your partner in your new relationship. Oh. So that is that's my reason for going to therapy. And then the other is then when you are sort of have those foundations then set and you've spent a period of time by yourself, getting to know yourself, healing from whatever past trauma that you've had in a relationship, then you can start dating. And the amazing time about living in the year 2022 is that we have so many options for dating sites. Oh, let's talk about them. So you can do, if you're a Christian e-harmony but not if you're gay christian mingle because <laughs> they don't like the gays they some, i think there was a thing about them losing a court thing some other types would be match.com black but they people meet exclude they couldn't exclude exclude the same sexers yeah. okay mm-hmm. so then there's the match same sexers? Is that what we're? Oh, match.com and then we're gonna get some inbox about i'm gonna that get one. some black people meet.com some uh, jdate um, hinge coffee meat bagel Ooh, and there is one of my favorites can i tell you about these da- my dating experiences on there sure coffee meets bagel is very confusing it should not be that confusing mm-hmm. it is so confusing what's but, confusing about okay it? so there's there's like swipe left swipe right like tender mm-hmm. right so you swipe right when you like somebody swipe left mm-hmm. easy peasy yeah. On Hinge, it's the same thing. You X or you heart. Mm-hmm. But if you, the thing that's nice about Hinge is if like you're like, oh fuck, I you shake your phone and you can get back? and it will go back. Oh. Um. So coffee meat bagels. If you make a mistake, I think with you Hinge don't... you have to be very specific. Like you have to. It's like you have like you have to be. It tells you certain things. So when I look, I look for. Sp- 
specific things mm-hmm. on the dating sites that, you know, um, I'm not going to yuck in your yum, but what are some of your yums that you look for in Hinge? So I look f- my faith, right? Like Faith is important. I look at that. Okay. Um, so I would not date somebody who was an atheist. Ooh, okay. Like that's like a... What about agno- agnostic? Um, I could. It depends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, They're just questioning. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, like, I think it would be too much of a difference. Would you date someone who is newly... I don't date somebody who smokes. Okay. I won't date somebody who puts recreational substances. I just don't. I'm not doing that. Marijuana, I don't really care about that, but... So can I ask a question? Would you date someone who is newly... In the heterosex, the homosexual world. Oh, you got somebody for me? I'm just curious. I mean, yeah. Like, say someone who was, like, in a married relationship for about 20 years. Oh, and I feel realized like there's some love that that's going to be set. Well, yeah. <laughs> realized that he were, is, you know. They were cute. And I, if they were my But type. if you're, like, going to be their first gay relationship. Yes. Oh. oh, you got somebody for me? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll think Let's about it. Let's talk offline. Yes. But there's, I, so, wait, can I go through my, yeah. my stuff then? So then there is also Thursday, which what, this app Thursday? is. This app is for anybody who's just still in the multi-dated swinging field. Oh, that's like because filled. This app. There's an app called filled. So this app, let me tell you about this app uh-huh. on Thursday. It is basically you sign up for the app. You're only able to message people on a Thursday. Oh, no. You nice. can't message them on a Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Do you get a limited number of messages? Nope. You can midnight through on Thursday to the end of the okay, night to okay. 11.59. And then you, you just keep going. But it's so interesting. It's like literally the hookup app. Like you do it on a Thursday and be like, I can ghost you for the rest of the week. Well, I guess like I was on Filled and Mm -hmm. apparently they like shut down my account because I'm just not active on there. Okay. What is Filled? I've never heard of it. It's like a, it's more like a hook. I think it's like Grindr for people. See, what's nice is Grindr put dating apps on the uh, virtual dating apps. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'll show you, right? So okay. we're just going to go up on How much the, longer do we have for this? Final? We're almost out of time. Okay. So, so wait, can know, I just go for the high-end one? So Talkify and 3 oh, Day look, Through? I sent, my, I sent you somebody's picture, and the guy said, oh, shit, you are as well. Because I said, you're very handsome. He's he's cute. He's up in my head. He's, mm-hmm. Ooh, he was, he's very nice. He's, like, cute. He's a cute guy. Oh, daddy. Daddy, and he's thirty-one. That's a little bit lower than my. Um, he looks like a taller, oh, buff a version of Tugi. So okay, <laughs> so let me explain the apps for. So I got a woof from this guy and a woof from that guy. Ooh, it's the beard for me. No, it's not mine. He, no, no, yeah. I no. like the beard. But there's mine. Don't be. Ex- don't describe. I have it incognito because. <sighs> I don't want anybody seeing me on here. Why am I seeing his nipple? <laughs> Shut up. It's not anything. It's like this guy. It's a nipple picture. <laughs> oh, this guy. He's. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I like him. He's like up on the app. Oh my God, go back. Oh my God, I'm in love. Okay, well, there. Uh, these are. This is more like the hookups. But let's go on the thing here. Filmed. 
Okay, so this guy is said most compatible with this guy. Ooh. And he says, I know it's time to delete this app when I find someone who likes video games. Oh, no. Oh, no. X. Video games. Video okay. games and horror movies like I do. What oh, are you, see, 12? I would go. He was an atheist. I would not date him. Oh, oh no. This guy is ugly. Just X him. X, X Andrew. No. Andrew Come has on. a rapist mustache. Andrew's I'm mustache. I'm not doing the mustache. Looks like but a pedophile rapist. that's also something that's like really annoying is if somebody puts an arrow. Like, I don't, I don't. I don't. Andrew's mustache looks like a pedophile he's, rapist. He looks like the person not, that you find not. when, when Chris Hansen opens the door on Dateline. Okay. This <laughs> one's kind of cute. Nope. He's not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh, she's very nice richard <laughs> no i mean they do, no it's like richard okay, gets no. so many girls so on many his. women they're like always on him what we won't say her name but what she's up on my list too i mean it's like every other what Ooh, is going on a you girl with her child is on the list i think i ran out of all the gay men i'm so picky in new york i went through all the queer men so he's now looking through the aggressive well, females anyways i think it just got so all right where, where are the so end? i think the thing is that apps are good and i think they can connect people but if you're not connecting to them in a way that makes sense right like with the intention of going out but i'll tell you what like i was got my barber tried to hook me up with somebody mm-hmm. and we had texted back and forth and he made that comment about my age and then i was like okay and then but then I, we were supposed to go out for a coffee date mm-hmm. and he canceled and because oh, no. he had been drinking the night before too much because mm. he was watching show drinking which is fine yeah but then you it, it, you didn't you you canceled your date so dating's hard dating's very hard but dating with intention is very good so this is why i again i so i want to say these apps Mm -hmm. these apps are not meant to get you off of them they give you too much variety so they always tell you that there's something else better i mean i like when you meet somebody all the people that i've been on (laughs) cute dates with like Mm -hmm. nice dates has um where I met them in public mm-hmm. has been great. Okay. But and I think that's sometimes... Can I tell you the, about my worst date? You can give us a worst date story, then we have to wrap it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm... What were you going to say? And then I'll tell you about my worst date. No, no. You go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I think what I was just trying to say is that, you know, to me, dating is about... Especially what I think the dating app does is it exposes you to people that you might not have ultimately been able to say hi to sure. in a bar. So it expands what your bar situation would be. Sure. But you can also meet people out in public. Yes. And I think that's the goal. If you use the dating app properly, like but I have a I think friend like who used to do that. Gay men, we meet in bars because that is like after the show, like mm-hmm. I went to this country bar. A country bar with gay men? Yeah. Oh. And I met a very nice guy. Was it Anderson Cooper's Baby Daddy's Bar? No, it wasn't Anderson <laughs> Cooper's Baby Daddy Bar, but it was down the street. It's okay. called Flaming Saddles. Okay. Oof. I stopped in. Flaming 
It's, no, and uh, th- th- they've gotten New York Times review. So, like, and there's all these people I from the concert. Put that name. There were all these people, and I was like, oh, like that's a, like it was a really great show. And then, um, like, I'm like I met somebody, but like I don't think it would turn into anything. Um, but I sat and had a really nice conversation. And the thing of like I wouldn't have a conversation. I would say first dates, no food. Let's just go out for some coffee. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Because then you're not like sitting with this person. You're spending $200 on them for dinner. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I think, I think that's. To like, to send and to say, mm-hmm. it's just not a match. Mm-hmm. I think that's why, you know, there was this um, dating app, which is just like, just lunch. Oh. You just meet for a quick lunch break, you know? First of all, You could only Thursday? I'm going to get on Thursday. It's like 30 minutes for the just lunch. Like, you're on your lunch break. Uh-huh. It's a 30-minute date. You're meeting Do the person. Do they time it? No, but it's just basically that's what it is, because you're meeting during your lunch break. So you're factoring the time that it takes for you to Lisa, get there. you shouldn't be pouring that other glass of wine. <laughs> Fuck you so hard. And, yes. Anywho. Guys, we have missed you so much. We are so, so anyways, happy. Worst date. Okay, go ahead for okay. your worst date. They're yeah. getting they're getting a little extra today because okay, we we're in the bonus hour. We're in the bonus okay. hour. So worst date was like I had met a guy who mm-hmm. looked nothing like his profile. Fuck. And I was <laughs> like, thank God we didn't meet for dinner. We just met for a walk. That's mm-hmm. why I like walking dates. Mm-hmm. And I, we were walking down and like over, and I noticed that he's like checking his phone the entire time. And then he's like, I like look over, he's on hinge. <gasps> he's hinging while, while we are on, on a, a date, date with me. Wow. And I'm just like walking and I'm like, what? This is when you speed up your pace and just walk away I was from like. Him. So we had walked down Ninth Avenue, right? So for the folks back home, the 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 east to west are yes. the avenues. So if you get closer that's a to the pretty like the first, so we that's walked about a five to ten minute walk. We walked from like fiftieth down to like Chelsea. Ooh, that's a thirty minute walk. Yeah, and then we walked, and then we walked back. Damn, that's a lot of time. This guy is checking his. Hinge? And I was like, oh, and then at the end, so what are you, I was like, so what are you going to do the rest of the e- evening? Not that I was wanting to extend our, like, him on his, keeping him from his other hinge dates. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've got to go help a friend do a thing. And I'm like, I'm sure you do. <laughs> okay. So. Do we want to put his name on blast? Oh, uh, No. <laughs> But the if your point, name is Joseph three three five, it's not. That's not even. But oh my god, that's the troubles. Yeah. That we so live can in. I tell you my worst? Yeah, um, worst online date. date. Okay, so thankfully I decided to not show up for this date, but it was <laughs> it was someone who I think was using a gender filtering image. I feel it was a woman who was pretending to be a man. Were they trans? I don't think they were. Or you were. think they were like trying to, like they were catfishing. I think they were catfishing me. Yes. Oh. 
And um, it was someone who was very like, so like we had a two hour like phone was date. Was this up on Talkify? No, this was on Zeusk. Do not go on Zeus. I'm not on Zeus, but I'm saying, why would you spend $5,000 on Talkify? Because clearly it has worked out for you so well and for everybody else that I've talked to. Mm-hmm. I was going to do that. And I was like, fuck that. Like, I, and I, like it's people can spend $30,000 trying to find their match. It, it's, it's, a, it's an investment, you know? I mean, I think if you think about it, if you go on, let's do the math. Like you go on two dates a month. At $200. Okay. Let me just do that math. Two dates a month, $200 times two. That's $400 times 12. That is $4,800. <sighs> so if you just add an additional $200, you're basically saving yourself a whole year. Of- you have to pay the match with them and then you have to pay for dinner. Girls don't pay for dinner. Oh, well, that's some bullshit. <laughs> like, that's why I'm glad I'm gay. Like, you know, it's always, yeah. I, had this, I was on a date and this guy, like, saw the bill coming mm-hmm. and you could tell that he was like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. <laughs> Anyhow. That he ditched? No, he didn't he, ditch. He dined and dashed? D- dined and dashed. He didn't dine and dash. He went and... So I used to always pick up the check. And is and that etiquette for like for your gay first dates? Do you Dutch? Always, do you always do Dutch? I always do Dutch. Okay. And like especially if even I though not, you always ordered a bottle of wine, do they drink a bottle half the wine? <sighs> Ouch! That's a shame. No, I've been on dates with people who do not drink, and, and that's you, also a and big then do misconception you pay more? about people. Yeah, I would totally be like, oh, what, what, like. You'd be like, let me just split the difference because you I wouldn't like- clearly I wouldn't get a bottle of wine if I was just by myself. But if I was with somebody and we were like drinking, like we were on a date and we were having a bottle of wine, it would be okay. All right, so, so this was a fun evening. Oh my god, an hour and sixteen. You know what? It's okay, folks. We are back, and just I want to. You know, I'm not going to apologize mm-hmm. because. It's been a long year. It's been a while. It's been a long time. So we're we coming back. Without a dope podcast, the step two, step two, step two, step okay. two, step so two. So if step you two. would like to be a guest on the show, right, you can reach out to me at info. Mm-hmm. I have an info. Info mm-hmm. at, let me make sure, no, nothing ever comes to that email. <laughs> but I paid for it. I pay for it every month. Oh. Yeah, it's info at Lake Rising Therapy, L A I K E Rising Therapy dot com. Mm-hmm. Again, that's uh, info at Lake Rising Therapy, L A I K I L A I K E. And if you would like Rising me to therapy. keep co-hosted with Richard, just make sure that you click subscribe and like to this podcast. Okay, click subscribe and like, but we have to make sure we're doing it. I think you know what mm-hmm. you're a co-host. <sighs> Not a producer, co-host. Because a producer would mean that you actually have to do the editing and writing up the description. Not exactly. Producer means I can be a content producer, sir. Content producer will come up. Okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter. 
doesn't really matter. So anyways. Um, happy New Year. Happy We're New Year. We're so excited oh, to be here. Oh, we spent the New Year together. We did. That may be another podcast. We'll talk about our New you Year know experience. What? We should. I'm taking Asa, my Valentine. We should do dates to do with your best friends. New Year's, Valentine's. Like when we're at church, experience. you know, they all think we're like having sex. What he talked about sexuality, and you had your hands over me, and then I you did. pulled it on my I lap. Did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's like I, I, I was like, so I was like, where is he going about the sexuality? Is he I'm talking not... about the gay stuff, or is he talking about the, <laughs> I don't the know. straight sex? Stuff? Well, anyway, it was not. It was nice. Church it was, was very such nice. a really good. Even though I sang really loud, you did, but it was good though. You have a good you know, voice. Thank you. I know I can hold my voice. I should have. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so anyways um so we're gonna be back and we're gonna make some content mm-hmm. and we're we are sorry we have been away. we're sorry we've neglected you we appreciate you we love you guys and we will be back we'll be more responsive to your feedback and we'll be really interested in producing some amazing content so we look yeah. forward to the new year in 2022 so today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Lake Rising Therapy, because that is who is funding this thing, Lake Rising Therapy, mm-hmm. uh, where you should check it out if you're in the New York area and you would like to connect. But there's a couple therapists in my practice now, mm-hmm. so that's also... The been diversity the- in our practice is growing, so I yeah. think definitely make sure you go for therapy if you need to talk through any interesting um, issues that you're having with your couple um, uncouple your conscious uncoupling I help uncoupling yes. I help you do some mediation if you need it on the side folks and also if you just want to work in some issues on your own um, definitely come and talk to someone there I mean I'm not the type of therapist that wants to sit and dilly dally through like mm-hmm. what vacation you're going to take he gives it to you straight. I give no it chaser. to you straight. No, ch- did you know they're from Indiana? Straight no chaser. Ooh. Straight no chaser. It's okay. like such a whatever name. But anyways, so you guys, I know that we've we're going on the 120 mark, and I don't really give a shit because <laughs> this is the first episode that we have done. I said we are going to be back. Yes. I'm. I think I am. You know why? We're going to post the Jan Terry episode because you know why? It's not. So if it, if you have a problem with it, stuff your stuff your stuff. Go see and your therapist. In the sense of the episode, if you're triggered, I'm going to put a little thing at the beginning that says we do not support like you know uh, sexually like assaulting people. But the thing is, is I'm not going to not post an episode. It's freedom of speech. Well, I, no, it's an episode that was a really good episode, but I just haven't posted it, right? Mm. So, anyways. Um, but I am sensitive to things, and I do understand. And yeah. We want to make sure that everybody knows. So, anyways, well, my name is Dr. Richard Mills. My name is Asa Follett Scott. And you are listening to Talk <laughs> Sex <laughs> with Jackie <laughs> Joe and Asa Today's music was brought to you by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hecton. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, Asa. It's the Van and the Van Hecton for the van. me. If that, that episode is right before the one where we have the lights I went know, out. I know, his accent. Mm. Yes. He's sexy. He has a little bark. He has a little DJ Chauncey. So. All right, guys. Well, it's been a great episode. And uh, 
tune in for more. Take care. Bye. Every night, every night, every night I go. Every night, every night, every night I go.